Got the liquor in me. <laughs> and that's how right, we start off the podcast. This. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new GameAdult.com podcast. I'm Lucas Grimm. Hey, what up? It's Mino25. So this is a special Saturday podcast, as we missed for, uh, yesterday due to internet issues. But, hey. Not on uh, my part. Whoops. Not on your part for once. Holy shit. No. Um. Uh, no, like my internet came back like working properly for incoming and outgoing traffic. Uh, so you know, now we're all set. Yeah. Uh, so this week I'm not bitching as much about stuff, but I'm still I'm concerned more than anything. It's still bitching. There, you, you got you got a couple bitching parts. Yeah, but I, I'm more concerned because. We got some stuff today, which was exciting. Oh, but first, but before we do, we got to talk about the stuff that came yesterday because there are some stuff. Actually, this part I want to pitch a little bit too. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's the Star Wars Celebration Week uh, weekend, and uh, yeah, of course, everyone celebrating Star Wars, the great you know trilogy and prequel, and all the spinoffs that we get. Uh, from the series and uh except for jar jar binks except for jar jar binks uh, and uh yes. so yeah that happened we got news about disney plus which actually seems like it's going to be a decent service now uh, uh yeah because they're undercutting netflix with the price undercutting netflix with the price uh you're and gonna have it's going to all... be available on everything it's going to be Not available too. on everything as you've also mentioned with uh like how netflix got big Disney is doing the same thing. Uh, we also we also have uh, all the seasons, thirty seasons of The Simpsons, in a very Simpsony trailer, which I loved. That was probably my favorite announcement. Uh, and everything from their library is pretty much going to be on there, and that's a lot of classic Disney movies. And it's I'm all set for that. That is perfect. So it sounds like it's going to be a great uh, yep. pro platform yeah and then we also got the trailer for star wars episode 9 which has now been subtitled rise of skywalker yes so my thing this is my thing i want to bitch about everyone complained so hard so hard about last jedi and i i understand where most of the complaining comes but they've all done the same thing that i hate that a lot of fan people do and that is, oh, because this one sucked so hard, we are going to boycott the next one. Yeah, but people boycott and bitch all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, one of the things that happens. And the, the thing is, those same people saw the Rise of Skywalker trailer, and the, the minute Palpatine's laughter showed up, they were all sold. They were like, yeah, we're, we're back in. We're with." want this movie yeah because people are idiots people are it's people just are getting their ways and then they just don't want to i don't know people are idiots so this is where the next part of the conversation comes in which comes out today actually just a couple hours ago ea has taken the stage to drop the highly anticipated trailer to uh yep jedi fallen order Yes, and uh, I I gotta say, I'm sold. I am well, 100% okay. sold on this. All started a couple days ago with uh, one of the guys from Dice saying no microtransactions, single player, 
the you know all the things and then uh the guys from respawn came in yesterday and they also tweeted about it and started talking about it and then today we had the full-on release um my only concern is yes it looks cool and everything is good but yay i completely understand that you know how many okay how many times did they have okay ea cool idea Oh my God! They're rebooting Star Wars. Uh, they're doing this. They're doing that. Anthem. <laughs> EA. So I okay. I'm I'm excited for it, but like I said in my uh, in our inner contacts was I won't believe it until I actually have it in my hands and I can play it. Yeah. I, I kind of get it. that. I I get that. Because we've been we've been burned so many times by EA that it's a bad relationship. And this uh, brings up one of the big things I wanted to mention. Respawn at this point is EA's one and at well, mo- one and only saving grace at the moment. Yes, because. Essentially, I think e I think respawn has the same kind of like pull as Bungie did with Activision to just tell them to go fuck themselves. I, I really feel like that's the case because there it seems like a lot of the stuff that like is now kind of been a practice for EA uh, actually has come from respawn. Yeah, because you, we had you Apex. At, yeah, Apex happened. Uh, but Holy when you look at Titanfall, Titanfall Two is I'm going to be the first one to, on that part. Titanfall Two was announced, and they were like, "This was during the time where Battlefield One was uh, happening, and oh they were going to release a, a battle pass, season pass uh, thing with theirs, and release the maps." Titanfall Respawn goes, "You know what? No, we don't want to do that." We want uh, to release all our maps, all the extra content for multiplayer uh, for free. You for free. bought Titanfall, you're going to get the stuff for free. But the problem with Titanfall was it was a PR nightmare because it didn't have any PR. It just released and no one bought it. And that is the problem. Is that Titanfall was one of the best games of that year. Like To the point it was highly considered uh, to be a game of the year contender on yeah. multiple fronts, like not even it was on amazing. our side. Yeah, it was fucking great. It was but, what we wanted. But Battlefield released two weeks before, and COD released two weeks after, and it people. The problem is people didn't have money to buy more than one game because games are expensive. It didn't sell because there wasn't that great of marketing around it, and it should have been released in March or some other time of the year that people would have bought it. I agree. I agree with that. It should have been just released at that point. And then we have, you know, all this shit that's happened, like this year. <laughs> we had all the shit that's happening this year with EA. The oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it started last year with freaking Battlefield 5 and them going, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Okay, yeah, so... No, it actually did start even before that. Okay. Started with Star Wars. 
because we'll, we'll go back to Star oh Wars. Oh my again. god, it started with freaking Battlefront Two. It all started Battlefront Two and the microtransactions and everything started happening. People well, respect for EA it? started to go down. That's what? when it's. <laughs> Started to go Our back respect. down. <laughs> okay. They started to become respect the industry punching yay. bag again. That's that's the thing. They started to become the industry punching bag again. And a lot of people were still like, you know what? No, give them still give them a chance. It's you know, it's something that they fucked up on. Um I can definitely excuse myself on that part. Uh so that happened, and then the next game happened that they did the same thing, and then Anthem and everything else starts. And as everything's falling apart, they're like going, okay, listen, listen, you guys want to do Battle Royale? Here's a Titanfall Battle Royale. Here's Apex. Release this. Yeah. And they, and even then, when it was reported, when it was coming out, uh, Respawn, like, pretty much our Epic, no, not Epic, uh, EA's people. Epic. We'll get to them. We'll get to them. I'm still on this thing. So EA's people, the high up, are like, how are we going to make money off this? How is this going to work? And all this other shit. And Respawn gave them pretty much exactly what they needed to do to make sure that Apex was a hit. And it is. And to to the point that Apex is pretty much the one thing that feels like it hasn't been fucked up by EA at the moment. Because EA hasn't fucked they it up. Re- they released it without any expectations because it released that day. Exactly. Okay, let's let's talk about Epic. Epic. So the thing with the Star Wars game, the new Star Wars game, is it runs on Unreal. Yeah. So, so that's that is that is bananas. Because essentially how the Unreal engine with the, the essentially the the rights to pay for it is you only have to pay five percent of your royalties of what you make on the game. So I can see the new Star Wars game going on the Epic Store and also on Origin because they'll only have to pay twelve percent. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about the store release part, but definitely we're not. Gonna yeah, s- but remember remember what we were talking about last week. Especially when evolving the Frostbite engine. Frostbite is a first-person engine. Oh my god, it is a limited first-person engine, and the only people that should ever use that engine is DICE, because they know how to use it, because it's their engine. Exactly. So, this is Respawn using Unreal for uh, for Fallen Order is amazing. It is a big fucking sign that... EA is pretty they much can, just letting Respawn do what the fuck they want to well, do. Well, they can tell EA where to go and how to get there and say, we're doing what we want, fuck off. And that's what BioWare needs to do. This is what pretty much most of the companies that's under EA needs to do. But, <laughs> like, actually, right now, sorry, right now that's pretty much just BioWare and uh, Respawn, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, EA really doesn't have like. Well, they killed off Visceral. They and killed they off Visceral. Like seriously. Yeah. Like if seriously, like what the fuck? But um, the new Star Wars games looks amazing. It has but it's EA. It has like just from what we saw in the trailer. That story looks awesome. 
like yeah. a, a Jedi that's hidden. Uh, it looks like it was clips. It's Hitman. Per- what? Well, it's Hitman ish because you gotta hide in the. You gotta hide it. It you know it's it's yeah okay. I, I get I get where you were getting on that, but I don't think that's it's actually gonna stealth. Be. I don't it's think stealth. that's what's actually gonna be what's gonna. Well, be whatever. Game. It's 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 a stealth based game. It like it was hiding in plain sight. I don't think it's going to be self based. Uh, come on, I mean, looking at everything that we okay. saw for the trailer. But, okay, no, I okay. get, I get where you're getting. I get what you're getting. Man is hiding in plain sight. Okay, but so, so is Assassin's Creed. Well, whatever. Now, here's my thing. Here is my thing with this. The idea of the story is that you had to hide in plain sight until something happened, and now you're yeah. in this big action adventure. It's it's going to be an action game one way or another, but that's fine. Clips of what we got in the trailer kind of suggests that it's going to be a lot more Titanfall gameplay with maybe more hack and slash into it. That's fine because it's, you it's... saw some wall running, you saw uh, some powers being used as the Jedi's, uh, and it yeah, looked. But it's respawn. Yeah, no, that's what well, I'm saying. It's going to be. What more great. do I want? And we also got a release date. We got a release date of November 15th, which falls in suit with most Star Wars releases. So, you know, that's perfect. Yeah, nine months. Cool. And then uh, no, a month no, later, we get uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And which is a normally a December kind of thing for Star Wars movies. Exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm excited for it, but I'm always, always, always scared of ea all right let's continue with ea let's continue (laughs) with bioware so last week i talked about bioware and the whole story the expose that came up from kotaku which was an amazing expose uh well worth the read so this week i saw a headline from forbes and it's weird to think of gaming and forbes in the same category but they had a good headline that said, Bioware's future, there's only three different possibilities. Destruction by EA's hand, which is inevitable because of all the stupid business decisions of live service and loot and, and microtransactions and all that crap. The other one is consolidation is bioware going on its own and self-publishing and making their own games their way the third option is synthesis of finding a new developer uh, finding a new publisher someone else that can take the reins and hopefully that would be the best outcome because if they keep going with ea it's a bad relationship them going out on their own it's that's iffy because they need money and synthesis they can go somewhere else it would be amazing if they could get bought out by UB. Your I, thoughts? I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, you know what? If anybody picks them up, I could, I would prefer to see Ubisoft because well, one thing about Ubisoft is like they, they have money. They have one. They have money. Uh, two, they with all the studios that they work together with, they work well together. Well. And they let their studios have time. Look at freaking uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. How long has that been in development? Way too long. (laughs) They don't. They let their 
their games have time to settle. We haven't had a Splinter Cell game in a long time. Yeah, and there was actually a uh, an interview with uh, Eves about this. Yeah, uh, I watched that, and he's a phenomenal guy. He is great. I've uh, like seen all these interviews with him, and he is awesome. Um, and, and he does like he explained it perfectly well why we haven't had a new Splinter Cell. And I agree with them. There's there's a thing that they have with uh, expectations of the game now. And well, yeah, because if it's not going to sell, what's what's the point of selling it? Even then, like it's they know that what the fans are looking for for a Splinter Cell game, and they're like, at the moment, we can't deliver that, so we're not going to make that at the at this time. Once yeah. we know that it's the right time and we can, we'll get to work on it. We'll get that set up. But right we'll get now, Michael like, Iron. And here's the thing: like uh, even with Assassin's Creed, we're not going to have an Assassin's Creed game this year, and that's fine. They're going to go for two year uh, set so that the game has time to settle in because you know Odyssey well, is yeah, still great. Odyssey is a super long game too. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> or Odyssey, I got 130 hours. Yes, it's a long game. There you um, go. But, and it's, 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 a, it's a good thing because it gives the developers time to build the game because Odyssey and uh, Origins were phenomenal compared to Unity and freaking Syndicate. Yeah, like I, I still low-key enjoy Syndicate, but... If you give me any of the Assassin's Creed games now, I will gravitate more to Origins and uh, Odyssey yeah, more than the other two. Syndicate and Unity were low points compared to 4, which was Black Flag, and Origins. So we needed they needed time to reflect and fix it. And also the, co- the new combat mechanics in the game fixed a shitload of stuff and it felt good yes, to play now. I agree. So um yeah. Yeah, so no, it, it definitely was a big plus. So essentially coming back to Bioware, those are the three options. They need to fix themselves because stress casualties to their employees is not good. Yeah, that's literally a, that was being a, in a big negative. Yeah, because, like, literally, people that suffer stress casualties are in the military, not in game design. That's bad. Um, so, yeah, like, that, that that's just it. I... No, I... So, I... hopefully, hopefully, Bioware can fix themselves, but if they keep on the trajectory path that they're going, and from what I've been hearing about Dragon Age 4, it's not looking good. No, it's not. It's uh, it and and not. that's not good. And then, like, I saw an article about Mass Effect, and I'm like, yeah, well, if it doesn't go good for Dragon Age, they're dead. It, it pretty much is because if if we do, if Bioware does not do something good, like if Dragon Age Four is not good, that is three bad games in. On one generation of consoles from the same company. Well, I don't think Dragon Age 4 is going to be on this generation of consoles. I think it's going to be next gen because it's too early. 
Because oh. next gen is two years away, bud. Two years away. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But uh, that's just it. It's three bad games in a row. It just looks bad. It's, it's like, bad on the company. It's bad on... Well, like, don't get me wrong. Mass Effect... Oh, I guess... Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition was a shit show development. Um, yeah, but Mass Dragon Effect Age Inquisition Drama was a shit show in development. development, but it still it still came through at that last minute to actually make a decent game. I mean, it's it even won Game of the Year awards. It yeah, like it was still good. And at that point, people really don't like the people that are actually putting the money. The people that are buying the game, they don't see that. They see the end result. Is the game yeah. good or is the game bad? And so we're not going to see that shit show development time uh, for Dragon Age and be like, oh, well, whatever happened worked here. Dragon Age Inquisition is good. Yeah. Andromeda sucked. Well, no. No, no. Andromeda is fine now. It was broken. It, the problem was it had no QA. That's was his. That's where Down's fall. That's where the downfall was. It was broken as fuck, but it wasn't a bad game. No, no. Um, Anthem. I'm so out there. Anthem was a bad game. It was pointless. It was. It, a, was. it was. It was a shooter looter. I'm using that term now. Yeah, I I hate looter shooter. Because if you loot first and then shoot, you're gonna die. Um, but Anthem was just oh, shooter a, looter. It was a shooter looter. Like it was pointless. So it, it, it's just gotten worse over the years. So I, I want to hope for Dragon Age Four, but you know if they keep going the way they're going, it's not gonna end well because. By uh, EA wants to focus on microtransactions and a live service for Dragon Age, which is a single player fucking game. <laughs> True. Like, seriously, come on. So that's my bitching about EA. We're good with EA. Yeah, we're, we're good with EA. That took a good 20 minutes of our podcast. Okay. <laughs> People bitching about difficult games and no and uh freaking Sekiro from software okay so we're back to this conversation okay so <laughs> P difficult games have been around since the nes with ninja gaiden and mega man is that a good example yeah yeah we'll go with that okay that's my childhood right there that's our childhood childhood so Yes, difficult games in the past was understandable because games costed a shitload and I got a new game every six to nine months, maybe once a year. Yeah. Because games were expensive back then. So that's why they were difficult because I couldn't buy 20 games a year like I do now. Your thoughts? <laughs> Well, no, that that is actually true. This is what uh, they taught us in uh, game design. Actually, um, 
back in game design when I or when I was taking game design, uh, one of the comments was, you know, the reason why games were, especially from Europe, uh, were so hard was because in Europe the price of games is almost doubled at that time, yeah. and it's so a lot of people didn't have the time to go out and buy them. They wanted or they would buy maybe one or two games a year and rent the other ones. So rental, the company never received the money for the, yeah. uh, you go and buy the game. It's super hard. It's super long. And you have to, you know, you had to really sit down and do it to play the game. So most of the time, that's why the games were hard, especially if they came from a European company. Well, that it was, Contra Aliens War. Dude, I'm like, yeah, it took me forever to beat that when I was young and then got older. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we beat that. (laughs) Uneasy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but but yeah, that's always been kind of the rule for, for a lot of people. And, you know, back in the day, you wouldn't really it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. You had people that were going, Oh, a game is too easy. Uh, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. And that's fine. Now, nowadays, because, you know, economy, everything, well, games, in the, uh, games are still expensive, but you actually get your money's worth out. Well, and the amount of games that people have nowadays, because we have, Eight different generations of hardware. True. We have tons of games. We have indie. We have full-blown AAA releases and all this other stuff that people, like, I don't have time to get good. Yeah. So I've been actually thinking about this uh, whole thing, about the whole difficulty idea. And I understand, especially... A couple point of views as of why people are angry that a game that doesn't have that difficulty, especially when it comes to Sekiro, because there is one thing with that's different from this than Dark Souls, and that's what I'm really kind of picking up on. Sekiro has a actual story, like a full. Here's your story. Here's the storyline. Yeah, actually going through. A lot of people actually kind of want to know what's happening and wants to see how that continues well and and, i i understand that portion well and the whole thing is sekiro is a different game compared to dark souls or demon souls or bloodborne as the mechanics are different you're shinobi you're not the guy going through the thing and killing all the things you're not the ashen one you're not whatever you're you're a ninja just trying to get his master back yeah and the the systems are very different because it's all about parry. It's not about roll. That's that's the thing. Yeah. It's fast-paced parry. That's the game. And people bitch and they're like, oh, it's not as good as it's not, you know, it's not, this is not right. And I'm like, it's a different game. If you don't like it, don't play it. Yeah, more or less. That's a... Uh... And, and like, but at the same time, it, it, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. And that's the thing. Like, if a game's difficult, don't bitch about it. Just don't play it. Go play something else. 
we're we're in a day and age of there there's so many different other games that you can play. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, the whole thing with the difficulty, like, it, it's such a hard conversation, to be honest. Because you get the people that, you know, you, you well, don't want to be elitist when it comes to... Well, yeah, that, oh, I only play games because they're difficult. It's No. I, I don't... Most of my games that I play, I don't play because they're difficult. I play because I either enjoy them or I want to get a sense of story you know and it really just it does come down to the developers like who who is making your game who is like what is their vision of the game that and you can't the vision of the game is what really matters in the end whether you like it or not uh if they envisioned it to be hard as hell which is from software they (laughs) love that from software or mega man are, are like the classic Capcom group. Or yeah, they, fucking uh, Cuphead. To piss you right off. Ex- exactly. So that's their vision, that they want those games to be hard. They want people to spend time on them and get like really good mastering the mechanics. Then that is their vision of how they want their game to be. And that vision can really tell you if it's going to be a good or bad game at that point. Yeah. But... And if you take it like it's, yes, it's designed so that it's supposed to be hard. It's designed so that you have to go back and like learn what's happening, get get an idea of what's going on. Then you can say, judge by that, if it is a good or bad game for you. If you're not a person who likes these sort of things, you have to step, like just step away from it. You don't play it. You get something else. Yeah, that that's why that's why you have a lot of people like our group of doing reviews, and you have like other companies, IGN, Kotaku, all those. Everyone posts reviews, and I like even then I always recommend don't like don't just take our word on a review for a game. Check the other like, reviews. Check the other reviews. I may like this one game because oh we fucked it was awesome to me. IGN may have hated it because there was too much water. And uh, Kotaku <laughs> may have been like, okay, well, that's that's fine. It, it was okay. And, and that's just it. It's it's up to your own opinion of what you want to play. Is just a lot of, like, the Soul series or also Sekiro or stuff like that. I'm not going to want to play because I don't have the patience like I did when I was 10 years old playing SNES games or PS1 games. Because at this moment in time in my life, I have hundreds of games that I need to get to in my backlog, and I don't have time to play it. Because so, I have, uh, I have a forty-hour, forty-hour a week work week, and I don't have time to get good at something. And it's just, it's. I'd exactly. rather do other stuff. No, exactly. So. Uh, so actually, I'm going to point out to one. Uh, it's actually a site that I use. I've posted a lot of our uh, reviews up on the site as well. Uh, there's a site called uh, rag.io. So R-A-W-G.io. Uh, it is a fan-based review site. So these are actually just normal people just posting what they thought about games. I trust that idea because it is 
as I said, normal people. These are people that they're not really reviewers. They're not uh, are they're just not regular people. They're regular people. Go check them out and see how they react to a game because they have a huge library of games that are on there. And plus, check the other bigger uh, sources. Always do that. So that way you know exactly what you're in for. If you're not pre-ordering a game, do that before you pick it up. Yeah. But if you're going to pre-order the game and it's bad, you I'm not going to say you have no right to bitch, but you're kind of walking into well, that. Get a, <laughs> well, when you're pre-ordering a game, get a good deal around the getting the game. Exactly. Like, go on Amazon Prime if need be. And or, even then, Amazon Prime's pretty crap at the moment. But well, do, no, no. The only reason to have Amazon Prime is to have Amazon Video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got American Gods and Good Omens coming out. I mean, come um, on. There you go. And if you can get a physical pre-order from a store and they have a good sale going on because of trade things, that's when you get it. Um. So, yeah, that that's just it. Like, I'm not, like, when a long time ago, yes, I would have played games because they were hard, but now my perspective of game playing has changed. So oh, yeah. You're older. As I said, you're older. You don't have the time to always do it. And it happens. Yeah. That's, and like, I that's buy a one... lot of, and I buy a lot of stuff. Exactly. I'm constantly buying stuff. Like, I I have come to accept that I am probably not going to beat Secrio. I, it's, I've come to accept that. I'm not far enough to uh, put the review up on the site. I'm still working on that part. But yeah, like I'm gonna buy it. And you're gonna play uh, through it when you feel like you you want to, like when you want to, like really punish yourself, or if you feel like well, you're in a, enough patience to do it. I get I'm that. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna buy it when I see it on sale for like twenty bucks in about a year yeah. from now. I'll play a bit of it, and then that'll be it. That'll be my okay. Cool, I'm done. So yeah, that's that, that's just it. Yeah, but like much. it's it's those people that that my problem is just the people in the community that go. The only thing that matters is freaking difficulty. That's all that matters. I hate those people. They they just need to like broaden their horizon. Yeah, I, I agree. They they just need to chill out. All right. My other thing that I was going what was. So Microsoft is releasing the discless Xbox. The Xbox One is coming in a discless format. So there was an article I saw. Well, there's also a video that I saw today for the discless Xbox. And they announced it a couple months ago. So they're making a discless Xbox One S. One terabyte. And it's coming with three games. So it's coming with Minecraft. Not surprising because Microsoft owns it. Sea of Thieves, Microsoft owns it also. And Forza Horizon 3? Seriously? A game that came out three years ago? Uh, will be bundled with this system for 229 euros, $260 American, or 349 Canadian. So it's right. going to be ex more expensive than getting a one X. <laughs> yes, right now you can go to any Canadian retailer 
and buy a Xbox One S model uh, bundle with a game. So like Sea of Thieves, uh, not Sea of Thieves, Anthem, I don't know why, um, Battlefield 5 and a couple other games for $2.99 Canadian. One terabyte Blu-ray drive. What? Why? It's more expensive. Worse. What the fuck, Phil? Worst bundle ever. <laughs> this this thing was supposed to be Microsoft's like, hey, you want to get into gaming? We got a deal for you. $199 Canadian. Like, that's what? it. Like, or if they wanted to charge 240 or whatever, it should have came with a four terabyte hard drive because there's no disk drive. Like, seriously, because it's all digital. Um, it, it makes no sense. It is completely pointless. Yeah. Like, like. If you can get a one terabyte disk-based system for cheaper, like it, it's it's a dumbed-down system. What's the point? A dumbed-down system is supposed to always be cheaper. Um, like I own all three systems, like current-gen systems, and this makes no sense. Oh, I I do agree with you on that one. That's like, <laughs> very weird. Weird. It, it it's 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 frustrating. It's like, what are they doing? I know they're getting ready for next gen, but seriously, this is not a good deal. Like, for that price, it would have made sense if it would have been a Model X, but no, 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 conk, no sense at all. No, no thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like. Here, here's a th yeah. If it was a Model X, I would have accepted it. That's that's definitely easily like a Model X, no disc. Uh, you can really still do fine on that price. Yeah, people but, love the Model X for three hundred dollars or even like three fifty. No Blu-ray drive. Okay, cool. That's fine, but that's it's it's just too much money. And like. Phil, in my opinion, has turned has turned Microsoft around. Like TV, yeah. TV, TV in 2013 was a horrible time. And <laughs> from my analysis, from just analysis, like looking at how, what Microsoft's doing compared to Sony in the first two years of the next generation, Microsoft will win. Because it's just how the markets look and how the industry looks. That's well, what I'm speculating. Plus, you have a you have a big thing going on right now as well, which uh, I I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh, the wow. other thing that like why Microsoft is really going to be winning within the next couple years on, on this is uh, just based on Sony's new policy about censorship. And a lot of people are not happy about this at all. Like, here, here's going to be a, a good point. Uh, one company that I enjoy, Idea Factory and uh, Compile Heart. They make the, the Neptunia games. They make games that are very 
risque uh, risque risque games yes we'll go with that um <laughs> so th- their latest game that they release is uh is a re-release actually of a ps vita game uh, i'm not sure if i'm going to pronounce this right moro chronicles and that I, game I, is pretty much all boobs like i th- there's no way around it you're playing that. it's it is boobs it is there's a whole touchscreen thing where you have to like power people up and you ke- collect monster girls. Yeah, it's boobs. So here's the thing with that. That game was re-released yeah. on the Switch. On the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo's family-friendly console. Yeah, but... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Switch? People love the Switch. Developers love the Switch. It's it's less family friendly now. I, I understand. Okay, no, yeah. Japan is a creepy place. Did you not see the Wii, the Wii U? Dude, Japan yeah. is a creepy place. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly where you're getting at from and, this one. And that that that's just it. Like, so you know, here here's a here's the other point on that one. Like that game is completely uncensored as it was on PC. The Vita version that's based on was censored. There was a, a heavy amount of censorship, apparently, and it was really bad for that. The upcoming Super Neptunia RPG uh, that's uh, coming up in June, so, July, has also been censored on the PS4. The Switch is getting its uncensored version. So get the Switch version? Get the Switch. If you're going to buy that game, get the Switch version. You get the uh, the game yeah. as it is. <laughs> Now he, yeah, but that's the thing. Like we've, the, the, the Switch is just such a weird platform. So here's one that's a little more uh, closer to home for a lot of people. Devil May Cry. Of course, we've seen the whole oh, thing. Yeah. Devil May Cry. There's censorship because you don't see Lady and Trish's butt during their their scenes. I mean, you look at it; it's not that big of a deal. Whatever. It's like, okay, it's not that big. But if the fact that you're getting it on all the other devices that's on, it's there, but only the PlayStation has been censored. This has recently, a lot of people were mad because it's like, oh, come on. Everyone else gets to see it. We don't. What's going on? Yeah, fuck yeah, PC. So uh, we, after a month of this, uh, Capcom actually stepped in and was like, yeah, we're erasing that it whatever it's a butt it's you're fine (laughs) it's an m-rated game it's a butt you're good let's keep going everybody's fine so like a lot of people are already mad at sony for this and a lot of people are considering just because they're doing like doing it a little bit by little and it seems to be getting worse they're jumping ship already and well, it's going to happen like to at a bigger level. Yeah. So that's that's why I think like Microsoft is going to end up winning next year. Like next well, year, whatever happens with uh, what what's this one's called? It's not Scorpio because Scorpio was last year. Uh, they got Scarlet and they also have Maverick. Something no like Goose. That. Okay. No. What went with Goose and Maverick? Uh, I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Well, they. <laughs> Do you really want Tom Cruise selling Phil, uh, suing Phil? You know, Tom, well, actually, no, he probably hasn't been. 
Yeah, okay. I don't. <laughs> do, 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 okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you really want Val Kilmer suing Microsoft? Um, um, don't have Iceman. So, yeah. Yeah. Be fine. Uh, <laughs> then it turns into freaking, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I believe I believe Microsoft is going to win in the first two years of the console. So that, that that's just my two cents. It, it's looking like that because historically that's what's happened. Um, and it also depends on who sells their console for the cheapest. That's the other big thing. At it, that that always wins. Uh, so what else was there? Uh, Twitch has uh, yeah. Twitch has opened up its karaoke game. Okay. Yeah, so that uh, that's actually something that just popped into my email right now. I I haven't I I heard about the idea of this happening, but I didn't know this was actually going to be a thing. But Twitch sings is apparently a big thing, and it's uh, that is so Japanese. It, it, it's it's happening, and Harmonix is behind it. So okay, oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, Harmonix and Twitch are working together to release karaoke over Twitch. You know what? I'm fine with that. That sounds cool. That, that's pretty awesome. Um, all right, let's talk about Persona. So Are we, we have uh, Persona. Talk, well, we didn't talk about Persona in like the past couple weeks. Oh, oh, the fact that we have Persona R, Persona S, and yeah, possibly well, two other Persona games. That's the rumor. Yeah, that like there's Persona Arena and everything else. So essentially, in my opinion, Atlas is doing what they did with Persona 3, with Persona 5. You mean Persona 4? Uh, no. But they did it with Persona 4 over Persona 3. Yeah, but we didn't have Persona FES on Persona 4. Because we're getting yeah, Royal. We had Persona the Golden. The, we had the Golden. Yeah, but the Golden was a mobile version. But that so was Persona SES um, or Persona 3 Portable. Yeah, well, we had Persona 3, we had FES, and we also had P3P. So... Yeah, that, that was because, you know, the portable... They didn't know how to put it onto the portable yet. Well, whatever. No, so, okay, I, I get I'm, where you're getting at, but... Yes, I'm excited for three fucking versions of Persona. I'm excited to rebuy the game twice more on the Switch and also on the PS4 again. Yeah, because you know the royal is definitely going to be a, an FES. That's that oh, is hell yeah. that, right? everything that's we've heard about the game so far has been leading up to that. It is. I am so pumped. It is the extra edition of Persona, and that you know, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. It's because every time I, they the do an FES, or, uh, like they did with the and, Golden, it was great. Yeah, the worst thing was I was talking to one of my coworkers, mm. and he's like. Is this gonna be like DLC? I'm like, fuck no, it's Atlas. They be doing Atlas stuff. They're gonna make you pay full price for another game. I mean, Persona S is definitely going to be Persona Switch. I mean, there's but there's yeah, no way around it. It it's P3P all over again. Yeah, that's, that's golden. And I'm like, I'm fucking pumped for that because well, look at the guys from this guy. They said it is easier to develop on the Switch than it is to any other console. And I'm then like, it, how again, 
And then again, if you look at the guys on Disgaea, they uh, added all the achievements from uh, the PlayStation version in the same way that the PlayStation 1 pops in, even with the trophy status. So yeah. it, it literally was just, yeah, we're taking the PS4 version, put it up on uh, Switch, and it's all good. That's fine. <laughs> Th that's why the Switch is amazing. It is an amazing platform. And it's going to gain more, so much more traction because of this kind of stuff. And I'm pumped. I'm fucking pumped. Um, so, yeah. But I'm excited to play Persona 5 on the Switch, which is most likely going to happen. All right, let's talk about E3. So, Suda. Suda 51. It's going to be at E3. Oh, hell yeah. So he's been, you know, talking up a storm on the Twitters about going, that. you know. But he was at E3 last year at the Digital Devolver press conference, which was kind of weird. But, you know, they have a weird press conference. Yeah. Like the first year. So he will be announcing something big at E3. Well, he hopes it. That's that's been the thing. He's, he's no, saying he we hopes. hope so. He, uh, he probably knows what the fuck he's doing. So uh, by the time this video comes out, we're still a few episodes into our um, uh, No More Heroes: Travis Strikes Again. So I'm not going to spoil like something, but mm -hmm. we kind of have an idea of what he may be announcing, especially if you end up beating the game, because he pretty yeah. much goes right with it. And yeah, we'll. Uh, Definitely keep an eye out on that video because it'll give you that exact <laughs> hint of what it will be. And yeah, I'm very excited on what that could, what that possible game will be. Well, he's um, very excited for continuing a series that he's started with Nintendo a long time ago. Exactly. So he, uh, I'm he could be at excited. E3 and he could be doing uh, the Nintendo Direct at that point. That's fine. Okay, well, that's actually all that we had really to talk about. Let's talk about the new releases coming out this week. Yep. So, during this week, uh, we had... Just one second. Dangerous Driving from the, guy, from the Minds Behind. Uh, Burnout looks awesome. That's on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. The Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy... Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Shadow Knight Showdown, the fighting game version of Shadow Knight. Uh, pretty much on everything as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Zanky Zero, Last Beginnings, a action dungeon crawler from the minds behind Danganronpa. Definitely uh, recommend checking that one out. PS4 yep. and PC. That game sounds fucked. Oh yeah, well it's one, Danganronpa, and two, a dungeon crawler RPG. That sounds <laughs> awesome. Then we had a one that I was surprised. It just kind of dropped out of nowhere. It's Earth Defense Force Iron Rain for PS4. And that is a... Uh, if you took the, uh, <laughs> the Earth Defense Force games and gave it a budget, that's what it feels like. It's still <laughs> over the top. It's still ridiculous. You're still fighting giant ants and yeah, spiders and stuff. I thought they were budget titles. They were budget titles, but this is what happens if you gave them the budget. 
This is super budget. It's super like you give them money to actually make this game into like a triple A title. That's what they oh, pretty much did. They had more money. They had more money is what happened. So it's then we really also had Yeah, it, it just kind of dropped out of nowhere right on Thursday. And uh yeah, it was awesome. It looks awesome and reviews on it so far uh says yeah, it, it is awesome. So True. definitely, if you're a big fan of the Earth Defense Force series, pick it up because it is going to be great. Uh, today, we had the Nintendo Labo ToyCon 4 VR kit, which was is actually apparently much better than we even imagined it to be because, you know, we thought it was going to be crap. But hey, there we go. Apparently yeah. not bad. Uh, the Konami Arcade Classics come out tomorrow. And that is on Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. And it's going to be pretty much all these classic shoot-em-ups. So yeah. definitely something to look into. Just the classic arcade games, not Contra and uh, the other one. Then the other one? Uh, Castlevania. Castlevania, yes. So coming up this week, we have Anno 1800. For PC, city building real-time strategy, I believe from Ubisoft. Yes, Ubisoft. Yep. And we have Final Fantasy X, X2 HD Remastered for Nintendo Switch and Xbox One. My Time in Portia for Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. That looks super adorable. Definitely recommend it. And one that I always found surprising to even be announced at this point World War Z. So this um, is... Um, okay. I wanted to talk about this. It's a poor man's Division 1. I wouldn't even say that, looking at the... It, it looks no, like it's... It looks like Division. You look at does. the New York it, scene, it's Division. It does, it does, and I understand that one. And definitely, like, it kind of falls suit with how the movie was going. But here's yeah, why, it, okay. Why are we getting two zombie games this month? What's the other one? A Days Gone. Aren't you buying oh, well, that? Yeah, I forgot it was coming out <laughs> the end of the month. I'm more worried about the human villains than anything. But I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, there's the whole World War Z is different though. World War Z is like a heavy multiplayer uh, focused game, and it's uh, it. It looks more to be in line of uh, Left for Dead than it does for. It's all about seven situations. Yeah, it's heavily multiplayer, seven situations. You know, you, you team up it, and have your different characters. It, it's it's a uh, it's a bargain based game at fifty bucks Canadian. Yeah, uh, honestly, not it doesn't look awful either. So I'm I'm very. Uh, I'm very surprised at this. And Saber Interactive has actually been doing a lot of really good stuff recently. And <laughs> they're also going to be coming out with uh, <laughs> doing the port for Vampire and uh, Vampire, what's the other one? Call of Cthulhu and on the Nintendo Switch for Focus Interactive. So definitely, like, I'm interested to see how this is going to work out. But my thing that I'm w wondering about is why are we getting a World War Z movie? How many years after the movie came out? Well, this 
falls under the whole category of probably that whole um, Walking Dead video game. Oh, good Overkill. Point. You know, it's a tie-in game. So I'll- I, I, we'll see if it does all right, but I'm not expecting miracles. Yeah, same here. Uh, so let's jump to Thursday of next week. We have Cuphead for Nintendo Switch and Katana Zero for PC and Nintendo Switch. So another way for you to rage quit on the Switch? Yes, on both on both examples because you know Katana Zero is going to be ridiculously hard. And so uh, I'm, I'm not sure playing either. Okay, cool. So yeah. So. I'm not buying Cuphead again. No. <laughs> Sly's not buying Cuphead again. That's for damn sure. No, he's he's done. He's like, won't he even reinstall it. it. He deleted it during our stream. Oh, On, freaking yeah, midstream. Just nope. He's like, nope, I'm done with this shit. Cool. But yeah, people bitching. So yeah. So this is uh that has been our podcast for the weekend, and uh, we won't be here next week. Okay, yeah, actually, because we won't be here next week, I should cover uh, the next week's games, anyways, because we do have a lot of uh, big ones next uh, on the twenty third. Yes, we do, and that is of course Mortal Kombat eleven. Yep, uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, and for that's the Switch gonna, for the Switch. And Citrus uh, Citrus Alpha. Don't know that one. Apparently, so, uh, for uh, Mortal Kombat, did you pre-order the four hundred dollar edition? I did not pre-order the four hundred dollar edition. <laughs> I have the money. Oh, seriously? Seriously, I did not have money. I know you didn't have the money, but seriously, why four hundred dollar edition? Because some people have the money to spend. Uh, then on the 25th, we have stream Steam World Quest Hand of Gigalamech. Mm-hmm. And then on the 26th, we have Days Gone Box Boy plus Box Girl and apparently Super Meat Boy Forever, but I believe that was actually just recently uh, pushed back. So we'll actually leave that one off the list for now. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how days gone goes because I actually have that pre-ordered. That was it. Uh, we won't be here next week, but, uh, we'll be back the weekend after and, uh, everything should be awesome. Definitely keep, uh, definitely keep checking the website for your further news. If, if there's anything big that happens, we will definitely uh, let you know. Be sure to subscribe to our uh, Facebook and uh, and Twitch and uh, Twitter and all that lovely jazz. All the places. For GameItAll.com, I'm Lucas Grimm. Hey, what up? It's Pino25. We will see you guys next time. Yeah.